truth. 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 Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How are you doing? This is Samuel Tolley with Trusting the Truth. And did you know that the LBGTQ plus, I mean, they got double A's and all kinds of other stuff I'm not going to try to remember, are coming after your kids? I mean, they're definitely coming after your kids. No doubt about it. And if you want to ask me, how do I know? Because they said they were coming after your kids. You know, unfortunately, many of us don't take these people seriously. And many of us just try to ignore them, try to just get along, you know, don't bother anybody. Everybody let them live their life. They're not bothering my life. Well, times have changed, people. And many of you don't even understand what's going on. Years ago, in the 80s, there was a recipe formulated in 1989 in a book called After the Ball, where it was a game plan to get homosexuality uh, commonplace, to get it accepted by the masses in America. And what happened was that game plan got put into place and has worked. It's worked excessively. And we got to the point where we said, well, you know, we'll let them out the closet, you know, because they want to come out the closet. You know, they want to, they said, all we want to do is live our life. We don't want to bother anybody. You know, we're not going to mess with your marriage, your kids, none of that stuff. You know, we just want to live our life. Well, well, that's not what happened. Well, they came out the closet and now they're virtually throwing the church in the closet. Before I left California, there was a new law put in place stating that they had to teach children about important homosexuals in history. Now, never during all my education did I ever have to worry or wonder, excuse me, it never even came up that we were taught about a person based on their sexual proclivities. We were taught about good people. We were taught about bad people. But it was never based on what they did behind closed doors. But that law was put in place in California. Now we're to the point in California and throughout the nation where they're teaching little kids about sex. I mean, having sex. Books with diagrams of vaginas and penises and illustrations of sexual contact under any other context, it would be called child pornography. But the loophole is you got it in the school, so you can call it sex education. Kindergartens know nothing about sex. They barely know what to do with that thing they have. All they know is they have to use it to expel waste. And people didn't take our president serious during the campaign trail when he said, well, you know, an eight-year-old should be able to decide what gender they are. I mean, you would either look at the man saying something like that as either he's nuts 
or you're just excusing him for being whatever. And it really, you shouldn't excuse it because now we're also facing all this gender mutilation with children that's being advocated. There's a whole host of things that are attacking our children these days. Let me remind you, Christians, what the Bible said. We are supposed to train up a child in the way they should go. The Bible says, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Well, you know, many of us do depart. Many of us come back. But the fact remains, we're supposed to teach our children a biblical worldview. And one of the things that is not a biblical worldview is this idea that a man can become a woman or a woman become a man or men dress like women. The Bible was very clear when it stated in Deuteronomy and chapter 22, verse 5, a woman is not to wear male clothing and a man is not to put on a woman's garment for everyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is an abomination. It goes against the design of man. This, this idea that we can change who we are is a direct affront against the creation plan of man. He made man, he made woman, he told them to be one, to have children, to fill the earth. Well, if men and men start doing what men and women are supposed to do and vice versa, the earth won't be filled. And Satan's idea for the world has always been destruction, to destroy the world. And one way that he can destroy the world is to corrupt God's design, corrupted in the minds of people. Let me show you this first video of these people in this parade talking about coming after our children. And I warn you, if, if you have a little child, maybe you're not, you don't want them to watch this small clip because there is a woman that is half naked in this video. This is not as bad as what I heard went on in Seattle where they had a whole group of male bicyclers riding around completely nude, swinging in the breeze. Let's take a look at this one. We're here, we're queer. We're coming for your children. I mean, it's to the point now where it's up front. But, you know, it didn't just get up front this past weekend. Before I end this show, I want to show you a video of a song that this choir made. And this, this, this men's choir. And I have to tell you, these guys got some pretty nice voices. They sound pretty good but they're speaking pure blasphemy. I mean, it, 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 is, it, is, it is like sweet poison. But first, um, I'm going to show you one more 
clip in the state of New York uh, where this they were having this march. <clears throat> so the, this past weekend, you know, these people, they're to the point now where they, they don't care. I heard there was a march in uh, West Hollywood. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Southern California, West Hollywood is a small city west of Hollywood that is predominantly LGBTQ. So they had their annual parade and it was reported that on a float in this parade, two men were engaging in conduct that shouldn't be spoken about and it should only taken place where nobody could see it. But it was out in public around children, a parade. And that's what's happening with these people. Like I said, they had a parade in Seattle where men riding bicycles, butt naked. You just seen this clip with this woman, I think it's a woman, in these days you can't be sure with all the different uh, transgendering things going on. But I'm pretty sure that was a woman. Half naked, walking up and down the street, talking about we're here, we're queer, we're coming after your children. There's no decency. There's no civility. There's no respect for God and nature. These people are in a bad way. They need to be prayed for. They need to be delivered. Look at this. Look at this little clip of this parade that happened in New York City. A march. I believe it's the same one where that lady was. <laughs> with the shiny the big black guy I think he had on pink boots too I mean these people you know <laughs> it's just it's awful I mean when you look at this stuff and you think about what's going on you know it's stated in the book of Romans chapter 1 it said in chapter 1 verse 24 it says wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves that's what they're doing who changed the truth of god into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever amen 
These people worship themselves because they, they're spitting on the design that God made and they're, they're taking on the characteristics or supposed characteristics of the opposite sex. So yeah, they're worshiping themselves. In verse 26, it says, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burn in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which is met. You know, these men burning in lust for themselves. And, you know, I believe, and I've heard many people say that they believe that one of the uh, things that aids is a reflection of this verse in scripture. Now, I, unfortunately, I've heard some ministers that say that and then get a bunch of criticism and, and back up off of it. I'm not backing up off it. I believe that was the case. But what a lot of people didn't also know was this. The LGB, and I don't think T was around the time, community back in the 80s, they use AIDS as a sympathetic tool. They wanted something that was going to help them get the sympathy of the masses. They acknowledged that it was killing a lot of people. But they said that we can use this, you know, to get sympathy from people to accept us. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about or I thought about and, and Sodom and Gomorrah, when those people, when the angels came to visit Lot, and Lot said, come stay in my house. And Lot got him in the house, and those, all the men, I said, all the men of the city, you know, came beating on Lot's door, talking about, we want to know those men. Well, well, they want to have sex with those angels. And Lot said, no, no, you know, stay away, this, that, and the other. So these dudes, and Lot even offered his daughters to him, which was wrong. But these dudes didn't want the daughters. They wanted the men. And so the, the angels pulled Lot back into the house and struck those men with blindness. So all those people, they were, you know, they couldn't see anymore. But you know what they did? You know, if you go read it up in Genesis, they kept grappling at the door. They were still trying to get to the men, even though they couldn't see anymore. I mean, they're, they're, they're blind. They can't see. But their mind was so reprobate, their brain was so gone that they were still trying to get them. And that's what it reminded me of when in the 80s when they were saying, we're going to use this as a tool to gain sympathy for people to use, you know, to look at us. They, they use that and they also want to use the black civil rights movement so they can form some kind of weird allegiance saying that we are a... Uh, oppressed minority group just like black people were. There was no idea or, or there was no thought like, well, you know what? Maybe we should stop doing this. Maybe some of us that aren't infected with this HIV or this AIDS or whatever this stuff is, maybe we should repent and turn to God. No. They didn't have that. They didn't do that. So, in verse 28, 
It says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And see, you know, if you can go so far crazy that God just leave you out there and won't even give you a lifeline. Okay, that's what you want. Your will be done. Do it. Let's look at this article pertaining to what we've been discussing. This is uh, interesting. Okay. Watch. We're coming for your children. New York City drag marchers chant. Omnibus message at Pride event. Look, look at these individuals. I mean, this, this person in the back to the far right looks kind of buffed. I mean, but they're... Anyway, forget it. LGBT activists at the annual drag march on Friday in New York City shouted a troubling message regarding children across the nation. Yeah, I'd say it's troubling. You know, it's troubling when parents in Virginia... Uh, were called domestic terrorists by the attorney general's office or potential domestic terrorists or they were being investigated for domestic terrorism when they were complaining at the attorney at the uh, school board of education about their children getting all this vile ungodly homosexual agenda information thrown at them at schools and that's why all parents everywhere should be going to school board meetings, should be finding out what's going on and should not assume that just because they dropped their child off at some school six to eight hours a day that their child is not being exposed to filth. As Pride Month comes to a close, the participants marched through Tompkins Square Park in the East Village while chanting uh, the New York Post reported Saturday Video footage shows a flamboyantly dressed crowd moving through the area and a woman among the group appeared to be topless, who we saw. Uh, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. So some of the crowd shouted. You know, I just got through watching um, or I read where Rachel Levine, I believe that's her name. Oh, excuse me. I get twisted. It's a man that calls himself Rachel Levine. And he is, uh, I think, the Undersecretary of Health and Human Services or something for the Biden administration. But this person, who claims to be a woman now, uh, said we shouldn't have a Pride Month. It should be all summer. See, like I said, you give these people a little bit and they want to take the whole thing. It's like a cancer metastasizing throughout the whole nation. We, have, we got one day for Memorial Day, one day for Veterans Day. But these folks get a month. Another video shows marchers with a banner that raids Drag March. That was the second one we saw. As the crowd filled the street, the march came to an end at the Stonewall Inn located in Greenwich Village, whose website says it is where pride began. There was a riot in 1969 with these homosexuals used to gather at this place 
and I guess the police was trying to break it up, and then all hell broke loose because the homosexuals decided to fight back. And so ever since then, this was their rallying point. This is their genesis. This is their coming out uh, shrine. This is the Mecca of this movement, so to speak. And we have a country now that's engulfed itself with pride. And it, it just shows you that we're no longer a biblical country because pride is a sin. Anyway, meanwhile, social media users responded to the initial video, one person writing, and they say, we're not coming for your children. Really? Responded initial video, one person writing, and they say, we're not coming for your children. Oh, yes, they are. In July 2021, Breitbart News reported the San Francisco Gay Man's Choir unpublished a music video where singers promised to convert children to their LGBT ideology once the clip went viral online. Now, see, this is where most of us normal, God-fearing folks try to go about our business, try to live our lives, don't pay attention to what's going on, and that's a mistake. Because while we're not paying attention, these folks have taken over this education system. They've infiltrated the government and taken it over pretty much. And now we find us against the wall. Now we find ourselves in the closet when we should have been engaged all the time. Ronald Reagan said, uh, I, I believe he said something to the effect that uh, freedom is only one generation at a time. You can lose it if you don't pay attention. And here we are, we're in a situation where <laughs> we could lose it. I mean, the last couple of election cycles, we had um, <clears throat> these social media platforms shutting down public debate. You know, you couldn't even talk about the, and I still can't talk about the, on certain airways or I'll get shut down. But you couldn't talk about Hunter Biden's laptop, even though now everybody acknowledges that the laptop was real. You know, and they're, but they're still trying to say that there's no crime. Just like Hunter got away uh, with fines for tax evasion where there's people in jail. But, you know, I'm not trying to do the Hunter Biden story today. I am trying to say that we have a two-tier justice system. And the people that are running our country only care about the folks they want to take care of. The children aren't one of them. Unless, of course, they're just grooming our children to replace these people. Because remember, there is no LGBTQ gene. There is nothing that these people can do uh, to make folks come like this from birth. They have to recruit these people. They have to recruit replacements. And unfortunately, in our society, there's a great need, a great morbid need for children from those that seek, uh, they use them for pedophilia. Because you need to ask a question. Just like the drag queen story hour. Why is there such a push to have little kids watch grown men twerk around with false breasts and wigs on. Why is that even necessary? 
particularly to tell a story. You know, when I was a little kid and when I was going to school and you were being, uh, stories were being read to you, the focal point was the story. It was what the book had to offer. You wanted to, you, the writer or the reader of the book to the children wanted to get the children's imagination and mind engrossed in what they were reading, not the appearance of the reader. Why? Let me continue here. Uh, meanwhile, social media users, uh, I said that part, in July 2021, Bright Barber News, oh, I said that part, I'll finish it, uh, reported a San Francisco uh, gay man's choir unpublished a music video where the singers promised to convert children to the LGBT ideology once the clip went viral. Please pay attention to these lyrics. And we're going to watch the video, but pay attention to the lyrics first. The lyrics to the song include, you think we're sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect, but you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. It's funny. Just this once, you're correct. You get that? <laughs> he, he said, you think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. It's funny. Just this once, you're correct. I believe that God in his infinite mercy and wisdom makes the enemy expose himself. Makes the enemy just lay it out there for you. That's just laying it out there for you. The drag queen story hours are laying it out there for you. All this mess, these, these queer, these books they're putting in the schools, laying it out there for us. It's up to us. It's up to us to think about what the Bible said in Ephesians. It says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. We, the body of Christ, the folks that are supposed to bring salt and light into the world, have to expose the evil. We can't sit around and let these people continue to do what they're doing without a fight. Because <clears throat> if we don't fight for our kids, who will? We got little kids that are growing up that have never known a life in the United States without this queer LBGT and this trans agenda. They're being taught in schools that sodomy is fine and good. In school, the place where they're supposed to be educated. Let's get back to the lyrics. We'll convert your child, your children. That stuff is making me angry. I got to calm down. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You have to always pay attention to the fine print and the subtle in your windows. You 
can keep him from disco. Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants. We don't care. Notice he didn't even listen. This is a direct assault from our boys, our sons. He didn't even say he or she. They're talking about coming after our males, the, the future leaders of our homes. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. We have to fight this battle, folks. Meanwhile, RuPaul's drag race champion, Jinx, Busan. And see, here's another problem. We got a lot of folks, and I, I, I never watch this kind of garbage, but there's a lot of folks that just watch this kind of garbage. Or they'll, they'll patronize stations or they'll patronize companies that put this stuff out. The, the, the one thing that was great that happened this past summer was this Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light crap and this Target crap where people seeing that there was a direct affront a destruction, a destructive vehicle coming at them and their family, and they took a stand. We are supposed to always take a stand for that back there. We're supposed to pick up our cross daily and follow Christ. We have to take back the ground they've taken from us, from our children. Look at this. Uh, Jinx Musan recently accuse conservatives of using children as political shields as debate rages over child grooming, according to Breitbart News. He claimed they're using children as a shield like they've done many, many times before. That has always been their tactic. What the GOP is doing is objectively evil. I got two major things to say about this that blows trips me out. Number one, this is this this is a direct confirmation of Isaiah 520, where, where you call good evil and evil good. Here this 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 man that's dressed like a woman is talking about we're using children as a shield when our job is to protect our children. And this guy want to pretend like he's a woman, which is an abomination which we already read in Deuteronomy 22 and 5. And number two, there's many people in the, unfortunately, that are Democrats that have been brainwashed. When they hear GOP or Republican, they got this uh, Pavlos dog response of these people are evil, they're wicked, they hate black people, they hate this and the other. They're misogynist, they're xenophobic, and completely ignore what's going on in front of them. And don't think the devil doesn't know that he's using this trigger. And these people live in the Democrat Party. Frankly, I don't understand. You don't have to be a Republican. But I don't see how any God-fearing person could associate themselves with the Democratic Party right now at all. Period. So, let's watch the video of this men's choir and remember what they said going back up to the first stanza 
you think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. It's funny. Just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Oh, my goodness. This is evil. You know, it's like sweet poison. This is about four minutes long, folks. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco. Warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protests. But when you'll be disgusted, when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight, like information, guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children, yes we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. Children, then we'll turn to you, giving up the 
Proverbs 16 and 18 says, pride goeth before destruction and the haughty spirit before the fall. Jesus is more explicit when you're talking about messing with children. In Matthew 18 and 6, Jesus said, but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believeth in me it were better for him that a millstone were hanged around his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea and that word in greek uh i can't pronounce the greek word but it gives us our word scandalize for shall offend and it talks about people that entrap trip up trip up figuratively stumble or entice to sin children now think about what he said it would be better if you were drowned and millstone and drowned like that's the worst you can do or or in the modern day parlance if somebody took a gun and blew your brains out that would be better for you because that's not the end of it see that's not the end of it the end of it is eternal damnation the end of it is eternal torment in hell in the lake of fire that's the end of it you know uh if you got drowned out that's nothing what happens to you now is is, is is temporal it's just for this time but we're talking about time indefinite and these people all sitting around there with their big old pride shirts on they're all happy like they're doing something wonderful. And that's the sign of a reprobate mind. You know, they're happy. They're just like these people. And these are the same folks, I'm sure, that had the, the big blonde wigs on and the fake boobs and, and the fake eyelashes and, and all this other stuff that they prance around in. But we don't have to worry about those folks. All we need to do is remember who we are in Christ and we need to remember <clears throat> what our children are. Psalms 127 and three, behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, a reward. Children are our reward. Proverbs 17 and 6, grandchildren are the crown of the age, and the glory of children is their fathers. I'm talking specifically to men. Step up. Protect your children. Protect your wives. Protect your daughters, especially. We have to lead. We are the ones that have to set the example. Yes, the women need to fight too, you know, and they will fight. But we need to lead 
we, we should never make apologies for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to stand up for it. I don't care what anyone says. And if anyone calls us to do anything or to accept anything that belittles our Lord, we shouldn't tolerate it. And to our last breath, we need to try to protect our future lineage, our future generation, our children. And don't let the LBGQT plus or none of these jokers come after. We need to go to the school board meetings. We need to go to the city council meetings. We need to meet with folks in the church. And if we're in a church, they ain't standing up for right. You can talk to that pastor and tell him we need to we need to stand up for right. And if he won't listen, get him out or get out. But it's no time to be complacent. It's no time to sit back and ignore it or be like, you see this guy back here in the Christian bubble sitting in there just reading this Bible, you know, all hell's breaking off around him. He's got terrorists going on. He's got people doing drugs. He got all this stuff. But he's just waiting on the Lord to come back and get him. Well, God put him, me, and you on this earth at a time such as this. I look at the times we're in sometime and I think this is horrible. You know, why am I here now? I'm here now because this is the time got me here. God, God has me here. And so since this is the time God has me here, then I am going to spread the gospel. I am going to spread the truth. I am going to do anything I can to further his kingdom while I'm here. And it's my prayer that when I leave here, he says, you know, good job. And the last thing any of us want is for him to tell us that he didn't know us. So take care of your kids. Take care of God's word. Live for him. Don't let the enemy take any, take any more ground. We're not giving up any more ground. We have to stand and stand for the Lord. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out.